Welcome back to the latter side of everything. The second last episode coming from my current office because we are moving. So again, apologize for the sound quality if there's any background noises in this one. And also it is in a different room, so I'm not quite sure how uh, this one is going to sound, but... Hopefully you'll base it more on the content than you will on that. So, as I thought would be a fitting theme, um, about moving. Moving on up. We're not going to the east side, we're going to the north side. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, it, it's a topic that interests me, and uh, this one might be slightly less philosophical than the other ones, uh, but maybe more comical and more, let's say, historical. Um, yeah, share some stories about my moving experiences, and uh, yeah, hopefully strike some thoughts of your own. You know the plugs. Uh, we have the social media. Um, I thought I'd mention for those of you, again, uh, who are curious about ways to follow uh, and listen. So mainly the, uh, the the social media doesn't get a huge amount of support, which is fair enough. Uh, people probably just want to listen, not, don't need to necessarily go to their way to endorse it. But if you're looking for other ways to follow, so there is Stitcher Radio. I don't know how many people actually use that. Uh, but then there's iTunes if you want to download it, listen to it on the go. Um, of course, there's always WordPress, which you can listen to it on the blog or on the RSS player, which takes you to FeedBurner to set it up, uh, so you can set it up through your RSS feed. And of course, there's, uh, so that's at thelightcomedy.wordpress.com. And of course, the other blog is thelightcomedy.blogspot.ca. If you're looking for old files, I believe you can download them this way uh, from archive.org. Just search the light comedy. And uh, all the RSS feeds and iTunes, those are the lighter side of everything. A little bit difficult to search, but uh, yeah. Anyways, had to just get a few of those plugs in there. Not to promote, but uh, in a sense, just how-to. A simple how-to. Moving forward into the moving episode. Wow, what's it going to be about? Well, well, we're moving, and the funny thing was is... um, we're, I don't know, I don't want to say downsizing. That always sounds weird when you say, like, sizing. Um, you know, it'd be funny if people referred to their weight loss as like, oh, I downsized. <laughs> I had my bigger body, and now I downsized. Or, you know, you gained weight, you upsize. But, you know, maybe that'll be the new, uh, I'll try and get that to catch on in the new trend and as memes of uh, bait, of bait. I was going to say bodybuilding and weightlifting, but let's say bait building and <laughs> uh, bait lifting. Um, I think that would be the meme of uh, I'm upsizing from the show picture of some guy's guns. <laughs> Anyways, enough about not the topic. So the other day, uh, we're, we're basically dismantling a lot of stuff and they're, they're selling um, a lot of office furniture. We have a lot of open space in our office, which has always been nice because it allows me to, you know, on my lunch to do as I wish and record this podcast and do my graphic design work. That's uh, always been an appealing aspect, but um, we're downsizing and I think it's a good thing. 
because we've just got so much empty space. Like we've like I sit in this room I'm in right now, and it is like it's nice, but it, it's it's not used by anyone else but me. And it's just got three sort of, um, I guess, somewhat comfy chairs. I'm sure when they were uh, found originally, they were comfy. They're sort of this weird pink beige thing. I'd like to tell you what color they were originally, but I'm a little bit scared to find that out from uh, <laughs> from someone who's been here long enough to, to know, because uh, you're kind of like, mm, has the pink worn off, or is the the beige is that skin <laughs> that's left on there? But um, but yeah, so we're getting rid of a lot of stuff, and they're selling it on uh, Kijiji, and <laughs> oh boy, selling stuff online. No, like I've I found my roommates. Uh, TJ was on an episode a long time ago. Now uh, I found him on Kijiji. I found all the roommates, so that's all. But it's always a you know a crapshoot, and so selling this stuff like kind of nervous because it's a place of business, but you're never quite sure what you're gonna get. And mixed bag, really. Um, you kind of wonder about the people like these. These guys came in. These Russian guys, Vlad and Sergey. No joke. Russian guys named Vlad and Sergey. Um, and they took a bunch of stuff, like a whole bunch of the extra. We have extra desks and office chairs, and um, they're basically getting new cubicles um, for the for the places that we're at, or we're going to, I should say. And so I, I get a new cubicle. Uh, yay! Or, oh. <laughs> you know, one day, what my work ambition they always ask is, where do you want to move up to and I want to go I want to not share a cubicle with a wall with anyone yeah <laughs> um don't really care what industry what role I just want to not have a cubicle <laughs> but anyways uh yes we're selling it and these guys are coming making so much noise but it was funny these these two guys two Russian guys are walking around the office like what about that like uh, no, that's not for sale. What about that? We already sold that to someone else. What about that? And made a joke yesterday. What about that? Uh, that's Diane, and uh, she's not for sale. Well, no, no, not for sale. <laughs> but they just walk around and point at stuff, and it's like almost like you expect them to point at like, the doors to offices, be like, how about that? That's a nice door. <laughs> but uh, they did not. It was just funny because like, it's helping us, but it's kind of sketchy to see all these people coming in and just walking around like a little tour while you're working, like eyeing up and yeah, eyeing up your cubicle because they're like, oh, yes, going to be very nice. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's the first office move I've, I've gone through personally. Um, I've been, I've helped with other stuff. I remember one of my temporary, like, uh, technically part-time jobs right after school i was helping this this company this uh, building company move their head office pretty much across the street to a new building and um, i wasn't actually doing any of the physical moving it was sort of the prep work i was helping them prepare their files and all that so basically i was doing all this filing and data work um and uh it made me think of it today because my supervisor cut her hand on a file folder and those those ugh, file folder paper cuts maybe i should have called that the total episode or <laughs> put it in the tags anyone that's had one can tell you like they're just they're so <laughs> severe and you know like she says because it, it cuts the skin like it, it tears it rather than 
um, than poking or something like that, being stabbed. Yeah, oh, they're just they're so it's so much wider, but it's still a like a technically like a what you call a paper cut. But oh, ooh, ooh, just saw her do it. It was like, ooh. but I remember yeah when I was moving all those like I cannot tell you how many of those cuts I had. How many times I had to pause like oh don't bleed on confidential documents. Surprised that uh, that's not written in more file rooms. That would make the show Suits more believable. <laughs> There's just a big sign on the door. Whatever you do, do not bleed on my files. But anyways, yeah. So going through the move and uh, with that, like lots of, it's, it's excitement, it's anticipation. Like A lot of people are a little hesitant. They um, We're moving to a smaller space, but... Everyone is still maintaining the same, pretty much, I should say, pretty much the same level of space they have now. A few, well, I am anyway, my department is uh, a few guys that are in the IT department that are used to having their own office. Um, they're they're sharing an office now, but they're they're all really, tell, uh, pardon me, relatively quiet guys. So it doesn't really matter to them, I don't think, too much. Um yeah, where it really comes in is is storage and things like that, and the manager's offices. Like they're all pretty much being downsized. But you know, we I we we all, and specifically me uh, for this podcast, we all work for a nonprofit. And uh, while we are a giant nonprofit, it is uh, still a nonprofit, and you know. We didn't really need all this extra space, but I think in the past they were here when they had a lot more people um, before technology advanced in a way that allowed them to have less people to manage. Um, but you know, going forward, you know, there's always the talk of whether we'll be a nonprofit forever, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll go back to a big place. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways. So professional moving, that's eh, one aspect very foreign too, but personal moving, I'm sure we've all done it time and time again. For myself, um, you know, some of these stories may be shared, uh, you know, I think I've done moving aspects of podcasts before, but, uh, you know, if I have, and uh, some of you have heard this a long, long time ago, well, here's a recap of the stories, hopefully you liked it, and if you didn't, well, piss off! <laughs> Just joking. But uh, yeah, feel free to share and be like, oh, this one was great. Or, you know, if you listen to it, I'll, I'll accept the fact that you do not want to listen to the rest of this episode. But anyways, enough of that disclosure faulting myself. Uh, yeah, like, so I don't know how to really calculate the amount of moves I've done because some might say, well, wouldn't you just be able to tell how many times you moved? Well, I can tell you that I didn't really keep track because it's definitely in the double digits and that's what makes it difficult. Yes, I've moved uh, once after school, then once from that place to the place I'm in now, so it's only been twice since school. But uh, I may have mentioned in the school episodes or previous ones that when you're in school where I was, uh, you don't, well, you could, but um, you have to go through a big ordeal. You don't really get to keep the same apartment and in, in res like the same res room uh, and so uh, where i went to school you had traditional res which was like townhouses and then you had a, the apartments the newer ones built in 2003 um yeah and, and 
basically every year, but not only every year, because um, I would have to move, you have to move either back home, which some might say, well, that's not a move, you're going back home. But I mean, to do a quick walkthrough, it was move to res, move back after that semester. Then in the middle of that summer, my mom divorced my dad, had to move out of that place sort of overnight, grab as much crap as I can. And uh, yeah, and then there, and then back to res. And then by the time I came back for like for Christmas, uh, Christmas break, then my mom was living with my soon-to-be stepdad. And I mean, that might sound cheap to some of you, but you should go back and listen to the old episodes so I explain why it's not at all. Um, yeah, so by the time I moved back the next summer, um, like I only lived one full summer there and, but still like, so that's moving back. And then, so it is moving back as the way you operate when you live in res, like it, and not just traditional res, like I didn't share an individual bedroom. I had my own individual bedroom. Um, they're really nice res. They're like apartment buildings. Like, yeah, the, you could charge that much and just, you know. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So when I moved back again for the summer, while it was just moving back from school, it was to a new place that I didn't have anything. So, um, and then after that, like, uh, I spent one summer living in, you know, with, with Andrew who's been on this podcast. And then, uh, yeah, after that it was, I stayed in res for the next two summers, but you don't get to, for some reason, I think it's changed now, but they had this policy that you were, you weren't allowed to stay in the room that you're in. Um, they argued that they had to consolidate people. The first year, they're like you have everyone lives in East Res, the the older ones, the townhouses, and so you didn't get a choice whether to live in the apartments or townhouses. You had to go there. I think after a while, they realized that that you know. A lot of people didn't want to do that and move across, and um, they were sort of selling themselves out of business. So then they opened up a couple floors, but then you had to move to one of those. And And the funny thing was, was I lived in, in D building. The saddest part about my university career was honestly that we didn't have names for build, the buildings. Don't know why. In either side of res, the ones that have been there for 30 years at least, uh, or the ones that have been there for 10 years, they just never bothered to name them a building b building block c te- like 720s 56 like nope never named them and i'm like there's so many people <laughs> that they could name these after every wing of a school is is named after like john smith and catherine doe sort of thing those are just made up i don't believe those are actual names in the school but the point is, yeah, that was sad. But so you had to move, and I was in, I was in a D building on the third floor, and yeah, I kid you not, at the end of the year, like uh, they're like, no, you can't keep your place, you have to move. Where do I have to move to? I was in D, I was on the D three, room, two hundred one. I had to move to D two, two hundred two. Yep. I moved down one floor and across the hall. Moving there and <laughs> going back and forth. Jurassic got a little confusing because I would be going going down and be like, oh, okay. And then I'd go to open a door and it'd be locked. I'm like, oh, did I lock myself out? And I had to look at the door for a second. Like, oh, 
right, I'm on the second floor. It should be on this side. <laughs> I had to turn around. You're like, oh, how do you forget something like that? And you're like, well, you get going back and forth. And when you're doing stuff like that, yeah, you're carrying totes or boxes or whatever. But if you're carrying like a toaster, like you're, I kind of moved over like the process of like four days. So I'm kind of like, oh, I, I got to go to my car. Well, I'm just going to bring a toaster with me and drop it off on the way sort of thing. And when you do it like 57 times, like instead of having to go out to a vehicle or outside, it's just going back and forth between there. It's a little confusing, but I was very thankful that I didn't have to like knock and be like, can someone let me in? <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Uh, you live across the hall now. Um, this is the seventh time. Oh, I just cannot figure this stuff out. <laughs> you would not believe. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, not the worst case scenario, but it's funny. Like, that's what they say, uh, rich people problems, but I mean, not in any way rich and living in res too. Uh, but it's just like, it's, it's convenient. Like it's moving down a floor, but then of course you're like, Oh, they made me move. And it's, it's funny how we, Here's a little philosophical part. We rant about the littlest things because we have to find something. Like, it's super convenient, but, like, there's one little thing that we have to point out to people. Like, oh, because most people would be like, oh, that's great. No, you only have to move down. Like, yeah, but it's it's across the hall. <laughs> it's one floor. Like, why? You know, but in the big scheme of things, like, I was super happy. I didn't have to move across campus again, but... But with moving, I, I have ended up, especially, especially through uh, living in res, I end up with so much random stuff. And you might say, like, oh, food and all that, but it's basically epitomized by my very first semester in res. I lived with uh, three other guys in one of those apartments where we all had individual rooms, and I was the, what I assumed was the last person to move out. Uh, this guy, Ian, that I live with, uh, he he was in his room all the time and it was a place like we had a stove and a fridge and a sink and all that jazz and cupboards so we weren't supposed to have hot plates or anything like that uh foreman grills were okay but this guy did everything in his room he when i say everything like he had a hot plate he had like a mini fridge everything he didn't need to but he just did fair enough kind of an odd guy so I thought I was the last person to move out because when you move, when you moved out, you're supposed to lock your door. And since there was really no difference for us being able to tell if uh, Ian had left or if he was still there, uh, I assumed he had left. <laughs> and uh, yeah, turns out he had not. <laughs> um, yeah. So what happened was like. Uh, Derek and Skyler, my roommates, they left and they, they're basically, one of them was living from home the next year and, uh, and then the other one was not coming back to school. So the stuff that they had, like, you know, one of them had a Pop-Tarts toaster. What's that you say? Yes, indeed. A toaster that had a setting specifically for Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Made by Pop-Tarts. Well, I think Pop-Tarts are what? Kellogg's? Anyways, so I got a toaster. And, uh, yeah, I got a lot of pots and pans and stuff because, I don't know, maybe they didn't think about the future, but, yeah. the And so it was nice to get all that stuff. So uh, over time, I basically accumulated enough stuff to, like, when I moved out of res, I didn't need anything. Like, my mom was like, oh, do you need any of this? I was like, no, like, I basically have everything. 
Like I let other people set up their stuff while we were in school. And there's a few things like I didn't have a blender. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have, uh, things like that. Like my, um, I, I had a Betty Crocker magic bullet thing and now I have a magic bullet cause that one broke. So a few things, but generally I had everything. Like I definitely didn't need silverware, cups, plates, anything like that. Um, but Hey, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I had everything. Um, but the, the reason I bring it up is because the Ian thing is that when we're moving out, and again, I know I've told this story before, but in my roommate's episode, if you want to go back on archive.org, one of the early episodes got a lot of fan liking, um, was the roommate's episode. And when we went to move out, my parents showed up and I was very ill-prepared. It was my first time moving back home. And I thought like, oh, I've got my bed ready to go and my computer and I'm good to go. Like, you know? And I just tossed all my clothes in the laundry basket. I didn't realize like all the other stuff. And then not only did I not realize about like taking and packing things, but cleaning once I was done, I was like, oh, that's why it sucks to be the last one to move out. Um, so I thought I was the last one there and and Ian came out and and I wasn't there. I was downstairs or something loading the car. And, and the way that res worked is like you could go down the stairs, um, the, the fire stairs and all that, and there's no problem going out them. But the you didn't have a key to get back in the stairwell. You had to go around to the elevator. So this all happened between me going to the car and then going back one way a long way to the elevator when ian in fact went down the stairs and came that way so we totally miss each other but it goes out and my mom's in the like in the living room cleaning and he's just just comes in and just doesn't say anything and goes to the straight to the freezer and in the freezer there was previously uh some food but it's specifically a box of burgers <laughs> and, um and he said where's my burgers as if like he knew my mom and like this was like a valid question to ask her she's like um i don't i don't know we didn't know anyone was here and i think we all we just packed up all the food but uh they're still packing up downstairs if you want to go catch them so again i want to reiterate that i missed him during this this step i didn't actually see him uh ian goes out to the car and, and sees my dad and my dad is one of the most gruff my like, biological father one of the most gruff human beings ever uh he he drove um i don't even know i want to say it was a oh, i don't know cavalier i think it was but the trunk was broken he was too lazy to ever get it fixed so you had to, it was one of the ones you basically had to go in through the back and pull the seats down and that's how he got stuff in so it wasn't super enjoyable but that thing like basically when something was in there it wasn't gonna unpack it and he goes up he's like my burgers are in there my dad goes yes like <laughs> like he remembered seeing them but obviously just associated like didn't even question him. like those are matt's burgers just went yes <laughs> he's like i need them that's what i'm going to eat for the next week and my dad as i'm told as by my mom said the story is like your father just opened up his wallet and gave him a 20 and went like i'm not getting them out and then just got in the car and drove away now i'm a little hazy on this memory because some i may have told the story slightly differently when i told it the first time but i remember being there like 
showing up or something when Ian was like driving away or, or sorry, my dad was driving away, but Ian was there. I can't remember exactly what point I arrived, whether to see my dad driving away or not, but Ian was super pissed. And I was, I said to him like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know you were still here. And he's like, how could you not know? <laughs> I was like, um, many reasons. But, uh, anyways, I'll, I'll cap it there after that story. Um, hopefully it was enjoyable. Uh, again, if you want to listen to any of the old stories about any of these aspects, they're definitely all on archive.org. You just have to search for the light comedy, go through the old episodes. I think they're definitely worth it. They're more of the humorous ones, less philosophical, but take a listen. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely worth it. I like to recollect sometimes and don't, you know, don't listen to my whole other episodes, but sometimes it's funny to hear yourself bring up uh, things from the past and uh, reflect but that being said that that's my moving we're moving story and uh no it ties to business moving but you know whether you've moved as a business or personally i'm sure we can all relate and we all have our own stories of accumulating or losing stuff i feel like every single time you live with people and you move you end up with something you always lose other things too you're always like hmm for me, it's always clothes. When I move, every single time I've ever moved, I'm always like, what happened to those shorts or that hoodie? Or It's never like socks or underwear. Maybe you wouldn't notice it. It's not really a t-shirt either. It's always like shorts or like hoodies, like specifically hoodies. And then you don't really realize because those, like for me, shorts and hoodies are things I have many of. So you don't realize it till later. And yeah, that reminds me another time. I gave away all my roommate's clothes because I thought he had left already too. You might say, well, you're a bad person. You should probably check more. But those are the only two times <laughs> so far. Ah, thanks for listening. Um, spread the love. Check out the old episodes. That's my plug for this, this specific episode. Um, you know where to find us. And again, archive.org if you want to listen to the old ones iTunes only has the last 50, and same with the blogs. Until next time, this has been the lighter side of everything. Moving edition. Bye-bye.